Mama is treating me to breakfast. Yep, let me see your phone. Huh? Look here. I download this McDonald's app because when you buy any bagel sandwich like the steak, egg, and cheese bagel, you get one free. Wait, you just bought that on my phone. That's right. Now that you got McDonald's money, you could treat Mama. <laughs> okay, Ma, you got it. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Valid through 10-222 at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. App download and registration required. Raiders of the Lost podcast is brought to you by our friends Manscaped, the leaders in men's grooming. Use our coupon code Raiders of the Lost at checkout from manscaped.com to receive 20% off your entire order and free shipping worldwide. Join the over 2 million men trusting Manscaped with their grooming needs today and get ready for all their new products launching this year like their body wash, 2-in-1 shampoo conditioner, their lawnmower 4.0 groomer, and so much more. In this episode, we discuss the latest movie news from April 25th to 31st. Hello, movie friends. Welcome back to our show. Anthony here. And James here. There is so much movie news to cover. So much. In number 47 because it was CinemaCon. But first, let's do box office. So this weekend, the bad guys pulled in $14 million. That's been a pretty successful film so far. I think it's about $100 million total. Sonic 2 pulled in another nine. That's over $300 million worldwide. Fantastic Beasts pulled in a paltry 7.5, and it's coming in under $300 million so far globally. It's not good, even though Sonic and Fantastic Beasts have the same gross, Sonic was half the price. And it's a freaking Harry Potter movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Fantastic Beasts cost $200 million just to make it. The Northman pulled in $6 million this weekend. It's only up to $28 million total. Glo- global box office, huge disappointment there. Yeah. My guess is that it'll top out around... Probably $40 million, maybe, internationally. And then Massive Talent, the Nick Cage film, it made another $3.5 million this weekend. It's up to $12 million total. Another, and then, another and, bunch. No, it's about $20 million total. Yeah, twenty about $20 million, yeah. yeah. something like that. This one's not adjusted. I'm sorry, I forgot to adjust it for this weekend. It's okay, pal. So it's about $18 million uh, so far total. Still low. Yeah. That and then like $35 million budget. And then the masterpiece, Mor- Morbius. If you're watching online, I'm wearing the hat. He's a Morbius standard. Morbius stand. So four, 46 trillion tickets sold so far, and it's made it made four trillion, four mil billion dollars this weekend. Four more billion. <laughs> four more billion this weekend. <laughs> we didn't even put it on the list because the other films can't compare. Now, CinemaCon 2022 happened over the week in Vegas, and there's so much stuff announced. The uh, coolest, obvious that we knew was coming is the Batman Two was announced. Then we have Avatar 2. The title was released. It's called The Way of the Water. The trailer will pair exclusively with Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And uh, yesterday also, some images were released from the film as well. I really love the images. They somehow look even more realistic than the images were, that were released in 2008. It looks like the technology is much more advanced, even though it was groundbreaking back then. There's, it, it feels like real textures in the images, especially the water, which is really hard to do animated. So I'm extremely excited to finally see a trailer. We'll be seeing it. Uh, we're not going to see the trailer. Oh, yeah, because we're going we to IMAX it. screening, so we'll yeah, see it so the next day. Yeah, we'll see it probably online or something. they don't do trailers there. Yeah, so, but I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what James Cameron has cooked up all this time. And then we talked about it in our Everything We Know About the Flash episode with the possibility of General Zod being in it with Michael Shannon returning because... He's on the cast list and everything, and it's confirmed in the tra- in the Flash trailer that was sh- shown at CinemaCon. Also, Feyora is going to be in it, so I'm sure there's going to be some sort of back-in-time scenario where the Flash goes, I don't know, interdimensional, Different dimension of them. Multiverse stuff's going on. There's a Black Adam trailer. Also, we got the first image of Margot Robbie as Barbie. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Back to General Zod. I think that their storyline they're going with is that they've he that this General Zod has killed Cal El as, as a, a baby. baby. Yeah, yeah. I think that's their storyline. Because that's how they and it's going to reset Superman. Super. Well, it'll be Superwoman, yeah. Supergirl that will be taking the place of Cal. I think that's what I heard too. Mm-hmm. Um, Barbie first image with Margot Robbie was she, shown. Yeah, she looks perfect for the role. Seriously, I commented. I think IMDb posted a photo and I commented perfect casting and I got we got like 20 comments saying what are you talking about terrible who casting who else would you want I'm like what do you mean terrible casting who would you cast instead of her <laughs> she's literally perfect for it Sony announced a couple of films Venom 3 is in production also a film called El Muerto which is a superhero in the Sony Marvel Universe as well and they did not announce The Amazing Spider-Man 3 so that's a bummer so Venom 3 they make money, so they're like, yeah, let's keep liked, cranking these I out. I like Venom, too. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I like that movie. The I whole like... neighborhood knows you like Venom, too. But everyone thinks I'm you're, crazy you're, for saying I like it. You were singing it on the, our rooftop. We got a bad review. We got one star review because I said I liked that movie. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And I, I wasn't a big fan of it, but it was very funny, though. It was funny. Top Gun had uh, some early screenings at CinemaCon, and people are saying that it's epic, it's a perfect movie, an amazing sequel, and it's just making people cry in the theater yeah and these are critics and news outlets who have early access screenings to the film and it's not the embargo hasn't been released yet so they can't say anything in terms of a review but they're allowed to do a tweet and all the tweets are like it's saying it's absolutely stunning it's epic one tweet even said it was the best movie of the last 10 years that's crazy i know i was like whoa what <laughs> that's insane it's a lot so i am very excited for this movie the title for Mission Impossible 7 was released. It's going to be called Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 2. I mean, Part 1. <laughs> what happened to Part 1? The they skipped it. Mission Impossible 8 will be Dead Reckoning Part 2. <laughs> I, I'm leaving reading it, but too. You're, but you're wondering what happened in Part 1. Don't worry about it. Oh, man. <laughs> also, a John Wick 4 trailer was released We'll probably be getting that very soon as well in theaters and online. I, I read a description, and uh, the footage was described, and there's a sequence in which John Wick is fighting with nunchucks. So get excited for that. That's pretty cool. There's also going to be a new Hunger Games coming out, a movie that will release in November 2023 called Hunger Games, Ballad of the Songbirds and Snakes. It's a book that actually I haven't read, read in the franchise. It I was didn't published, know. It, was, yeah. it got published in 2020. I didn't even know that they released another book. Yeah, I had no idea. I would have read it because I, I really like those books. So it's I don't, a prequel to the Hunger Games story of Katniss's story. And it follows oh. it follows Snow and his rise to power from being a young man, um, a young Coriolanus yeah. or Snow. I'm not sure if he, maybe he participates in the games. Maybe, so very interesting. Pretty cool. Apparently, idea. the book's pretty good. I'll check it out. I love I love the Hunger Games franchise. Uh, we also got a teaser at CinemaCon that we didn't see of Wonka with our boy Timmy singing a couple tunes, a couple tunes, a couple tunes. I'm sure it's gonna look pretty cool. Looking forward to it. Looking for it's from the director of the Paddington movies, so I think this movie is going to be excellent. I guess I still haven't seen Paddington two. It's on my watch list. You don't even have to watch the first one. The unbearable weight of massive talent. They bring it up a few times. Uh, It's like a perfect, amazing movie. No, I really want to watch it now. It's really great. I gave it a ten out of ten in my rating. Oh, we know. Yeah, you said it's like the best movie of the of the of the century. Century. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's better than anything else. (laughs) Better than there will be blood. (laughs) There will be what? (laughs) There will be Paddington. Is more like it. All right, Gary Oldman is hinting that he will retire from acting soon. It's on the horizon, is what he's saying, and I'm sure he'll have a couple more fantastic roles. We'll see, but 
I don't blame him. I mean, he's had an incredible career, and he's what almost seventy now. He's old, yeah. yeah he's he's old. getting up there, and I, I wish him the best in in post acting life. But he's a legend forever. Hopefully, he retires in comfort with his family. I'm sure he will. <laughs> <laughs> he's made a few bucks. <laughs> Next up, we have released news for next year. And it's become like a, a fun talking point online of the it's last silly, couple of days. Is silly. that the new Barbie film and Christopher Nolan's film Oppenheimer are going to be released on the same day, which is actually great release date for Barbie because Oppenheimer had the date first, and then Barbie um, also took the date recently because very different audiences are going to go out for that movie. So, Clever. so I think it was smart for Barbie. Barbie, if it's going to release in the summer, go opposite this movie. Bobby, Bobby, <laughs> it's a Bobby movie. Oppenheimer and Bobby. Uh, but um, I think we both know what we're going to be seeing that day. Uh, maybe see it twice that day. <laughs> There's no way a Chris Nolan movie's coming out. I'm not seeing that immediately. Yeah. Well, I'll, we'll. I mean, we might even get the early screening at IMAX because you know it's yeah, going to yeah. be released yeah. in IMAX because he's. Oh well, yeah, I'm, yeah. But even if I, if, even if we did it, we still will yeah. go opening night for sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm de- we're definitely going to see Barbie as well. But the internet's going crazy. It's like, do you want to feel doom and gloom and see Oppenheimer, or have fun and be happy and not miserable and see Barbie? It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's some of my favorite movies are it's, doom and gloom. All, it's Christopher Nolan, yeah. Christopher Nolan, and we understand it's the movie about the atomic bomb. But yeah. what Christopher Nolan movie has left you like depressed afterwards? I mean, this might. But even Dunkirk has a positive ending. Yeah, and also lifting. Also, like most of my favorite movies are pretty dark movies, so I don't go to I don't go to the movies to just to laugh and have fun. I, there's more to it than that for me. <laughs> but anyone who wants to go see Barbie, knock yourself out. We're gonna see it too. It's like, do you want to watch Schindler's List or <laughs> Monsters Inc? I might put on Schindler's List. Honestly, it's Definitely. great filmmaking. All right, uh, the Penguin TV show at HBO Max begins production in June and is described as a Scarface. Scarface. I can't talk today. Like Rise to Power of Oz. Very excited. I'm sure it'll tell the story of post the Batman, the end of that film, and him coming up and becoming the new kingpin of the city. Oh, that's what it's going to be? It's that's not my assumption. I thought it was going to be a prequel series. Well, he's not technically Rise to Power. He's a right-hand man of, of Yeah, that's what, I was, that's what I was always curious about the series when it was announced it being like his rise to power. And is it is it before he became like uh, like a low mid-tier gangster? That's what I mean. Is that what the finale that's is? That's what I think of all these TV shows. It's really clever what they're doing. The movies come out, and then they continue the storylines of characters with the TV series. That's just my guess of what it's going to be. Got it. Because he has to become the kingpin of Gotham. Yeah. And you don't have to do it in a movie. You do it in a TV series instead. Yeah. Well, I hope that is what the MCU is doing. I hope that's the case because I'm not sure how I feel about it being a prequel, which I thought originally read when the, it was first announced a couple months ago. But maybe – Maybe that they had it wrong in that new story. That's just my guess. Yeah, uh, I hope you're right. That's how I would do it if I was running HBO and Warner Brothers. But you know, Warner Brothers has been, had a bad track the last couple of years, so they'll probably yeah. do like Baby Oz origin story. Like, <laughs> <laughs> where was he born? How did he come to look like this? What like, were his parents like? <laughs> give him like a hero's. Where journey. did he get his scar on his face? An empathetic hero's journey. <laughs> when did he start losing his hair? <laughs> you know they'll do it. Next up, John Watts, the director of the Tom Holland Spider-Man trilogy, was originally tapped to direct the upcoming Fantastic Four film for Marvel, but he has chosen to step down and do something other than Marvel movies. He's actually working on a movie with Clooney and Brad Pitt right now, so I think he's going to focus doing stuff like that rather than doing big-budget Marvel Studios Plus, stuff. Plus, he's obviously expected to come back for Spider-Man 4, as Tom Holland and Zendaya are as well. Mm-hmm. Um Maybe he's like got the script from Mar- the was it is it Sony property still Fantastic Four it's it reverted back to Marvel so MCU has it yeah. now 
it seems like it's unadaptable. I mean, if this guy doesn't want to do it, maybe the script wasn't there, but or maybe he just wants to do that other stuff and maybe go into pre-production on Spider-Man Four in the next couple of years. But I don't know. It's, yeah, I never felt I never really liked Fantastic Four. We saw the movies when we were kids. I think but, it could be good if they yeah, make maybe. a good movie, but like yeah. maybe it's unadaptable. Well, whatever it is, it's, they'll make something better than the three, last one. Three attempts <laughs> later. You can do anything. Make, you can throw a rock in the screen. It'll be better than the last one. <laughs> no, the, the screen can throw a rock at you. It, it'd, be, it'd be better. It might be the worst combo movie ever made. <laughs> it it's, it's probably they, is. They didn't even care about a second draft on that script. Oh, my God. Tell. They're like, whatever. Yeah, sure. The movie's so Let's get bad. get four very attractive people. They'll play the characters. Let's go. It makes zero sense, but All yeah, right. don't worry about it. Alejandro Inaritu's next film, Bardo, or... False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths. I love his title. I know. <laughs> Just got acquired by Netflix this past week. I'm sure it happened around at CinemaCon. And it will be streaming and in theaters when it's released at the same time. Excellent. I'm definitely going to be seeing that in theaters. Doctor Strange 2 has already made $42 million in advanced ticket sales. Uh, it went on The tickets went on release, what, two weeks ago, I think, they, they came out. And so it has already made more than... The Northman did has made it around the world. It's crazy. <laughs> Hasn't even been released. It's made more than most of the movies that came out recently. It's crazy. That's insane. It made more than The Northman and Massive Talent combined. That's wild. All right. The Offer finally premiered on Paramount Plus. This stars um, Miles Teller as well as some other characters and tells the David Fogler too. Yeah, David Fogler from Fantastic Beasts and it tells the story of how basically the Godfather got made. The the studio end of it, those people, how they got involved, the the mobs mobs involvement in it as well. And so, if you have Paramount Plus, streaming now. Next up, Amsterdam is the title for David O. Russell's brand new film, which comes out later this year. It stars Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, and John David Washington without his beard. Didn't recognize him at first, but like he's, he's very so handsome. handsome, very handsome. Obviously, he's good looking. He might be the... more handsome than his dad. I know because yeah. obviously he he's looks like a, Denzel. He's got a better jaw than Denzel. But like I, I, never, I don't think I've ever seen him without facial hair. I've never hair. seen him without a beard. And then I saw him. I'm like, damn, that guy's got some. I knew he was a good looking. That's guy. a movie star. I face. knew he was a good looking guy with a beard, but. Damn, that's a good-looking face. Yeah, he's like holy shit, like movie star face. Very pretty man. Yeah, I don't know I why. Had no he's, idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's hiding in the beard. She was like, "Who else in this movie?" <laughs> and I'm going, "Margo, who? The man crush? We talk about man crushes way too long. <laughs> we're not, we're not afraid to. But I, David Russell is one of my favorite filmmakers, and his movies are just so incredible and unique. And obviously, this is their, this is their his third collaboration with Christian Bale. First with Margo. Yeah, yeah. First one with Margo. First with Jane. And it's a period piece. And it seems like some kind of mystery. Looks like there's some kind of performance element involved. Like they're on a, the the banner behind them. Looks like it's yeah, something like photo released. It's not a still from the movie, or maybe it is. But it's, it's behind the scenes. They're looking yeah. camera, and it looks like so, they're involved in some kind of show. They some, got yeah. interesting wardrobe. Yeah, so I can't wait. And Christian Bale also curled his hair, so he's got curls. It makes it look like Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, he does look like McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> sign me up. Uh, news. Oh, of- by the way, Christian Bale is going to have probably the biggest year of his career this year. Oh, it might has, be he's got Thor, Thor. He has Amsterdam, and then he has the Pale Blue Eye with Scott Cooper, the detective uh, gothic movie. So well, three giant movies. It's true. Might it's be true. his best year ever. All right. Uh, next up, we have news from Damien Giselle's newest film, Babylon, which comes out this year. Very excited to see that. Where it stars Margot Robbie and Brad Pitt, and it's about the silent film era as the movies move, turn into talkies. We're assuming they play uh, movie stars and silent film stars. And then also, Tobey Maguire was cast, but it was announced just this past week at Comic-Con, CinemaCon that he will be playing Charlie Chaplin. Very cool. I would love to see him playing that role, and I want to see him do a British accent and see what he can do. Yeah, excellent choice. 
Next up, Denis Villeneuve has stepped down from the adaptation of the TV series Benny Gesserit, which is a spinoff of Dune. No, it's, it's called Dune, the sister of HBO series. Focused on the Benny Gesserit. Yeah, yeah gotcha. Just read the long line. I don't want to. <laughs> I, read, I wrote it perfectly down. Yeah, well, I'm an independent person. <laughs> You've got it wrong. And so so he won't be involved, but I'm sure that they're, they're obviously going to use what he built in the movie and, and draw from that in terms of the style and tone of the film, of the series. And it, the first two episodes will be directed by Johan Renk, who made the entire series of Chernobyl, which is one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Yeah, and Denis will be an executive producer of the series, so he'll remain on in that level. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think he'll have anything to do with the production at all. Uh, Ballerina is an Anna de Armas-led John Wick spinoff that will begin filming this summer. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So it was they, always rumored, and now it's finally That official. world is expanding. Yeah. She's a great choice, and we all saw her in the new Bond film, and she stole Kick that butt. scene. Kick great, butt. Great with action. Next up, Adam Sandler has confirmed that he is making a new film with the Safdie brothers. They're currently working on it. Uh, I signed me up. Uncut Gems was so awesome, and I can't wait to see this one. Yeah, he said it's it's super interesting and, and unusual, and people are going to really like it, I think. Next up, we have some IMAX news where the, their CEO says the day-to-date release strategy for tentpole movies is an experiment. That's over. I knew it. I told you. They, they had, make the real money in theaters. That's made, where real money is made. IMAX had a great first quarter for 2022. Obviously, they had the Batman and Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. But I'm they, sure like we had played a part in that. I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we helped pe- get people to see Dune for sure. Like, I'm sure thousands of people saw Dune because we were talking about it so often. But that's great news. Theaters are coming back. They're projecting that it's going to be returning almost maybe by the end of the year or next year for sure. And Obviously, like Eddie said, it's where the money's made. People still love going to the cinema. I've been to the movies like three times in the last two weeks. Always pack theaters every time. Yeah, we made a whole episode about theaters versus screening, screen, streaming um, last year. Yeah. And I remember recently someone, some guy was commenting on the YouTube video of it, and I got in a, ba- in a debate with him. He's like, you're wrong. The world's changing. Like, the money's not in theaters. Like, this is the future is streaming. The money is literally and, in theaters. And then I was like... And then I was like, oh, why are all these brand new movies getting released in theaters only? Why is it in the poster only in theaters? Why are they marketing it only in theaters? Because that's where the money is. That's where they're making the big bucks. Opening weekend in theaters, you can't make that money streaming. This is a New York Stock Exchange. There's no money here. Why are you <laughs> why, why, why are, are you people, people here? here? <laughs> <laughs> Time to go mobile. <laughs> oh, I've been waiting to say that. Qu- I've always wanted to reference that quote forever. I've never had a situation to do it, I don't Cut think. the fiber. <laughs> Time to go mobile. Cut the fiber. <laughs> Dark and I rise this. <laughs> All right, there are a couple MCU date swaps for movies. So the Marvels and the Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, are swapping. The Marvels will now release on July 28th, 2023. And Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, will release February 17th, 2023. What is the Marvels? Um, good question. <laughs> I believe that's is that Captain Marvel's next movie? No. Let me um I'm not sure. I I don't I don't know. I thought you were a Marvel Marvel stand. <laughs> the Marvels. The Marvels movie. Isn't it a, is it a team up? It must be. If there's it's plural. There's I'm sure there's more than one Marvel. Yeah, it's Captain Marvel's Captain Marvel. next movie. And Miss Marvel? So Miss Marvel will be in it, Nick Fury will be in it. Cap- uh, some of the Eternals will be in it. Uh-huh. So I think it's just a big combination mashup of Oh, it's like, like a, a team up. Yeah, whole team up movie. I mean, it's only what I said. Yeah, he, he, yeah, but you didn't know who was going to be in it. 
I was guessing it sounded like it. So I think she's the leader of the Marvels. Gotcha. We are. Gotcha. We don't know much about the comic books of Marvels, like lore. They know. They know. So <laughs> oh, yeah. Every, every time a new superhero movie comes out, I'm like, who is this that one? That isn't DC. I had never heard of Miss Marvel. I'd never heard of Captain Marvel. I'd never heard of the I, Lost. I never heard Ant-Man. of Star Lord or any yeah, of those guys. Or Hawkeye. Of I didn't yeah. know. I knew who. I kind of knew who Iron Man I was. I barely knew who Iron Man was. Barely. 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 I was like, isn't that like that Iron Suit guy? That's it. Captain America, I knew. Yeah, I think so. I think I knew. I'm not sure if I did though. Maybe I did. No, I, I knew who he was. Just from I'm like, talking about me. Oh yeah, I'm not sure. I think I knew Thor. Do you know anything? Nah, not you really. You don't know a lot of stuff. Nah. Moving on. Next up, Blake Lively is making her directorial debut film with a movie called Seconds, which was actually written by Edgar Wright, adapted from a graphic novel from the same graphic novel writer as the guy who made Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Wow, nice. Must be fun. Uh, Space Force got canceled at Netflix, and I mean, I saw an episode of that when it first came you mean out. Their pole series, and I figured it was going to happen at some point. I didn't really find it very funny, and I love Steve Carell, and I've been through the office eleven times, but it just none of the jokes landed. It was just like kind of just very safe, silly humor, and it just didn't work. I remember the, watching the first trailer for the first season and thinking, "Yeah, that looks terrible." <laughs> that does <laughs> I think not the look funny at all. There, it's just the execution wasn't there. Yeah. Next up, our final bit of news is that Bradley Cooper is currently in pre-production on a film uh, based upon Leonard Bernstein, and he has recently cast Maya Hawke, Stranger Things actress. Um, she's joining a star-studded lineup in this film, and it's going to be released at, on Netflix. He made uh, musicals, right? He was a composer? Yeah. yeah. He was, yeah, he was a Leonard producer, yeah. That's pretty cool. Look at Maya Hawke. Killing it. Yeah, she's she's great. She actor. got the gene. All right, that's uh, it for Movie News number 47. Stay tuned for episodes this week. Tomorrow we have our Nicolas Cage actor spotlight. It was a lot of fun. Then on Thursday, we're going with David Fincher's Seven. It's going to be epic. It's a good one. Take care, everybody. Goodbye. Raiders of the Lost podcast is a Mirror Image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.